Welcome to episode 9 of The Woods Podcast. On this episode, we honor the legendary Huddy Murray. We highlight some very special birthdays, and as always, run down current events in the B-Dub News. What's up, B-Dub? Hey, we're back in the lab tonight. Uh, 19th, the month of July, 2021. Yeah, baby. So good to be back in the lab. Good to have you back here in the flesh. I'm glad to be back. We spent a week on the road and maybe maybe a little too long away from the B-dub for me. Yeah. Uh, it's a different world when you leave this place. It really is. You know, not... The the whole world is just not it's not the same. Outside of the B dub it's not the same, you know? No way. I was pretty impressed with our equipment though, on the call in feature. I was too. Yeah. I was very pleased that one, it worked. Mm-hmm. And two, you know, it didn't sound too bad. We had maybe a tiny uh tiny bit of adjustment to do on the volume of my audio, but We'll get that fixed. Yeah. I imagined you sitting on that deck with, like, your phone on speakerphone. And you know how you like to kind of, like, kick back. And I've noticed that you, like, voice text people. And you kind of hold up your phone, like, to your mouth. Kind of out the side of your mouth. I and do I, that? I kind of imagine, yeah. You know how you voice text, like, Aunt Peggy that night, you actually voice texted <laughs> her just like that. And I, I imagine, no, I, I I imagine totally you joking, yeah. sitting that there all the time. on speakerphone. With your phone up to your mouth like that. Is that what you were doing? No, no. I had my Beats by Dre right in the eardrums. Oh, okay. All right. Be- <laughs> Shout out Beats by Dre. Shout out Dr. Dre. <laughs> yes. Man, we have, so much, we have so much to get into. We do. We do. We have a lot of uh, interesting content to get into tonight. I'm excited. You know, we had a little storm roll through here. It's cooled things off for the night. Uh, it was very humid in the lab earlier, but, you know, we've got the fan going, and uh, yeah, things have cooled right off, so it's actually a little, it was pretty pleasant. A little afternoon storm brought in some cool air. We've got some drinks on the table here. we got a few drinks. We've got lots of drinks. We're going to profile two of them. One is public apology here. I apologized to you last episode but i feel like i need to do it again you need to do it again for sure in the flesh but the richard dodson distilled woods single barrel bourbon is on the table and i dabbled in it last time but i'm gonna heavy pour tonight (laughs) with you thank you thank you for at least heavy pouring with me tonight we've got richard dodson in the lab tonight uh, we we mentioned b- previously that he is our official chief editor, and he's in the lab. He's on a hot mic. Uh, Richard, you want to say hello, gentlemen? There we go. <laughs> Perfect. He and just I knew he was going to nail that. <laughs> I just knew it. Yep. My favorite thing about this bourbon that he made just for the pod is that it says. Is it's the label, and it says the Woods Single Barrel. Drink it 
or don't. And Which is perfect. I mean, that's kind of our motto about everything. Pretty much sums up this entire podcast. The entire podcast is we're just having fun. Listen to this or don't. Exactly. And so I'm obviously drawn to the label. And I would say that the label makes the drink taste 10% better. And the drink is really good. It is pretty good. It's surprisingly good because, you know, and we're going to, Richard, you're going to have to uh, give a little summary here on, on your creation. But, you know, it really surprised me. Um, if you could touch on the dilution that you mentioned, I think the hydrometer testing is coming soon. But, um, you know, the end product that we are tasting tonight is just one of a few different dilutions uh but this one is pretty tasty uh it's got you know quite the nose we're we're comparing it to a couple others um that we've got on the table i won't i won't i won't get there yet and on those we're going to highlight those spotlight those on future episodes but um, when you compare them to the other bottles, the, excuse me, the woods, uh, to the other bottles on the table, it really holds its own. So you want to, you want to give a couple, uh, little tidbits about this bottle? First thing I got to shout out Brandy Dodson, the woods bourbon wouldn't exist yes, without her. That's right. Let's go. This whole thing started, uh, as a lovely Christmas gift from my wife. She got me a, uh, barrel kit. For Christmas, it's a five-liter barrel. Um, I'd never given any thought to aging my own spirit or whiskey, but figured, why the hell not? So, mm. amen. Started with the strong base of uh, Buffalo Trace uh, White Dog Mash Bill Number One, uh, which is the base spirit for some of the more popular whiskeys. Eagle Rare, maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> so, a five-liter barrel will will hold just under seven full bottles of bourbon. So. About 70% of the woods started with that white dog, which for those of that aren't familiar with, with whiskey, that's essentially the unaged spirit. Before it goes in the barrel, it's clear. It's called white dog. Now, um, did you put legit seven bottles of the white dog right in the barrel? No. So I did. I did. So the, they sell the white dog in 375. So that's like half of a bottle of, of whiskey. Okay. So I did 10 of those or five full bottles of whiskey uh, in white dog. Then I added to the mix with half a bottle of Still Austin, uh, their original high rye bourbon. We'll talk about Still here in a second. Okay. And then the rest of the blend was uh, a combination of, I think it was seven different bourbons that I have in my collection that I was particularly partial to. Uh, all, all different expressions. There was Maker's Mark. There was a Smoke Wagon Uncut. Mm. Uh, one of the Four Roses um, single barrels. Actually, I think it was a bottle that you got me. Okay. Uh, good looking out. Um, and, a, a few, and a few more that I just kind of threw in for fun. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing. And, and actually, it's, it's a little bit serendipitous. When I was aging it, this podcast didn't even exist, yeah. right? But I put it in a barrel um, just after the first of the year, sucked that barrel in my garage, and rotated it a quarter turn every uh, week or two, sampled it here or there, and then decided when we rolled around to July 5th, and I celebrated uh, another year on the planet that it was time to bottle it and see what we had. Let's and, go. And by that point, I was a uh, devoted listener of the show and decided it just made sense. Needed to uh, honor the show and, and name my whiskey after it. And uh, 
that's what we got here in front of us. Is 25% in this one you said I think it was 25%. Is that the most water you put in a bottle? Uh, no, I have a smaller bottle that was 33% okay. water. Uh, just to really see what it looked, what it tasted like at, okay. a, at a lower proof. You have any uh, thoughts on the uncut versus the 25 versus the 33? I think the 25%, just based on the little bit of sampling I've done, is my favorite. That's why I brought it for you guys tonight. I just I want you guys to have nice things. You deserve <laughs> the best. So that's what I brought you. Boom. So thoughtful. Can, we, can you sub Lane's boom in for my boom right there? Boom! Yeah. <laughs> that's where that's where we need those. I can't. I literally cannot do Lane's boom no, justice. No, we, we got to get those cuts in right we there. We have to have that on. Um, what do you call those things when you the drop? Do you call yeah. it a drop? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You that's exactly. That's for sure. That's what we call it. We need to have a drop board. Yeah. Like as big as this, as big as this table, with just all kinds of drops that we can hit. Uncle Lenny boom. Yeah. Uncle Lenny, is this thing on? As this podcast, you know, grows, we're going to have all kinds of drops that we can just hit for every occasion. A hundred percent. I think I just got a homework assignment. That sounds like <laughs> something a chief editor would do, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I have a couple of comments. Uh, you're welcome to all the wives out there of the whiskey connoisseurs in the hood. You know who you are. Um Christmas present, birthday present, alert. Brandy Dodson just teed you up. Yep. Did you, I'm sorry, did you say how long it's been that you aged it total? It aged for basically six months. Got it. Six months. There you go. We've also got this Still Austin cask strength on the table. Yeah, and this one, you know, still Austin, um, you know, they've had, what do they call their regular uh, on the shelf uh, expression? It's called the musician. The musician, which is, you know, pretty good in its own right, but um, this cask strength is actually, I, I like it a lot, and I, I was very surprised by it, um, you know obviously higher proof but uh you know the the qualities uh that come out of this bottle are pretty darn good and are not typical of your you know regular texas whiskeys um texas whiskeys in general are they have very unique characteristics what i will say is that this you know doesn't have any of the you know weirdness that may come out of other texas whiskeys i'm gonna get a little bit out of my comfort zone right now because i feel like this is still not my space to say these type of comments but i really really like this bourbon i am tasting a little bit of spiciness at the very end and just like a jalapeno marg, I love a little spice on the finish. Okay. And I don't know, I don't know if that's a real thing or not, but that's what I'm tasting, and I'm loving that feature. So, Brian, I think one of the things you were trying to hit on is that Texas whiskeys tend to be a little bit polarizing, right? Where people either really like them or really don't, because they've got some notes to them 
that you don't really pick up in a lot of the Kentucky whiskeys or even a lot of the whiskey that comes out of Indiana from you know the MGPs of the world. Yeah. Uh, and and those notes are, are foreign and they're different and and you know some of the the distilleries in Texas whether that's Garrison Brothers or Balconies they're really proud of that but it's kind of their stamp and it's their house funk if you will yeah still like they're creating a very classic whiskey it has a lot of the you know traditional Kentucky bourbon flavors you get you know some of that cherry some of that vanilla the sweet oak uh, and I, I think in the long run they're probably best positioned to gain following on more of a national scale because of that. Yeah. Mm. And, and that's exactly, that's well said. I mean, I, I, I can't believe that, you know, their whiskey that they're producing is, you know, so, so along the lines of, you know, the typical Kentucky uh, flavors and notes that you'll, you'll see um, coming out of Kentucky or Indiana, like you said, so um yeah we've got uh still austin and and the woods single barrel on the table yeah unfortunately you're not going to be able to go buy the woods single barrel um because we might tater it tonight and um not that you could buy it from us either because it's worth a million dollars to me that's right but you can go get the still austin musician cast strength might be a little more difficult but we love yeah. our local biz We're yeah, shout out still austin they're doing some good stuff out there I, it is hard to find now i mean you, you could find it but it went quick and they put it out there it went quick mm-hmm. uh but the musician is still out there on the shelf which is uh was still pretty good stuff yes so it is what i like to call right now summer vacation season in the b-dub Swim season has completed, and this time of year, there tends to be a little bit of an exodus from the neighborhood, so we all keep an eye on each other's houses and um, wonder why so-and-so is not there at the pool, and it's usually because they're in Montana or Colorado or, you know, getting a break from the heat. So, hopefully, this episode will find you on vacation somewhere soon and it will get you through your flight with your squiggly children or your long road trip like you just had yeah you probably listened to champs 2021 on your road trip right we sure on, did. Your, on the way home we we made sure that the uh ipad and the fire the fires were charged and the kids were, you know, occupied with their shows in the backseat, and we put on uh, the Champs episode. That's Listen right. Listen to it on the way home. And that got you one hour of 12. <laughs> yeah. Still had to make 14 stops within that one hour. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, shout out to all the parents who are road tripping right now with their fams. Um, make those memories, man. That is what it is all about. The start of the vacation season, though, is always this blue wave end of season party celebration Sunday after the champs meet. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed that. We bounced out of town as well Sunday morning and missed it, but it is always a great time. Every kid gets a trophy. We honor these high point winners, um, kids that meddled in the champs, 
obviously we didn't we weren't able to bring home the three peat this year so close we talked about it on the last episode we were so close we came raging back at the end which is just obviously a testament to you know the spirit of the team and the camaraderie and really the competitiveness i mean that that's something that we want to instill in our children is just a drive and a determination and i'm so thankful that we have this swim team that's kind of like built in and teaches the kids what hard work does and obviously there's all different trim levels of swimmers on the team but everybody truly matters man i know that's the motto of our of our team and so this party at the end of the year is always a big it's really a big celebration of that so thank you to everyone who put that on um leslie obviously thank you i know you mentioned to me at the pool yesterday actually that you've been listening to the podcast and everyone's so thankful for what you've done and how you've pushed the swimmers and it was a great season yeah shout out to all the uh you know i think there was a whole committee actually that put on that end end of your party so shout out to that committee you know it just takes uh so much effort and so much uh collaboration to really put on you know this event but also the entire swim season so i mean that's what makes this you know community great is you know everybody getting together and putting in the effort it takes you know to put on these events and 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 really you know give the kids something special so yes kim trust thank you a million times over for navigating us through uh super challenging times and getting us a great literally a great swim season man the kids they saw nothing different in the swim season and that's that's what we all wanted as parents was for them to just be able to go out there and do this thing that they love and for us as parents to get to do this thing that we love i mean yeah, la- right. last summer without it was empty honestly um in, in terms of the a summer without the swim season in this neighborhood it it just it felt empty and so thank you kim for making that happen and everyone else we got a changing of the guard now with jay elwanger stepping in to the president's role and vp is going to be uh shelly reed i mean how many times are we gonna have to shout shelly reed out can can i mean maybe we every episode probably it's gonna be every episode now yes i mean as if maybe it wasn't before but now it is yeah I mean, I cannot wait for the shout out Shelly Reed t-shirts. Shout out Reed VP is what it's going to read now. <laughs> That's right. We're going to have the shout out Shelly Reed t-shirts and then they're just going to evolve with all the titles that she continues to assume throughout the years. Yeah. Although maybe instead of VP it'll be Veep. You remember the show Veep? <laughs> oh yes. Oh gosh, that was such a good show. A great show. Perfect. We got to do that. The Veep we can get pretty creative with Veep. We absolutely can. And Shelly Reed. Shout out Shelly Reed. So always at the swim team end of season celebration, we're going to shout out our seniors. Um, and we had five of them this year, plus a super senior who we honored last year. But uh, all dudes here this year, we got Ty Enos, Jack Burgess, Chase Lemons, Sam Underwood, Judah Barron, 
and of course our super senior Jules Hayes who we've given all kinds of love to you guys are awesome and you know you've made it to this moment in life where you graduate from the Balcones Woods Blue Wave but everybody gives back I mean that's yeah that's the beauty of the deal and in different ways you don't have to come back and be a coach but I I love going to these meets every summer and seeing you know these guys who are even out of college now and they just come to a meet you know and my kids see them and they're like coach ray or, mm-hmm. or who, whoever it yeah. is and so now you know, we're looking forward to jules coming back and coaching we broke that we broke that news on the pod we did break that um, news and then you know obviously we would love to hear any news on any of our seniors that are uh taken off into you know you know better, bigger and better things and um if i mean hey by the way beep, 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 we're on ig now yes what i don't we we are so out of the loop on social media because we were hyping this twitter feed that like i guess no literally no one's on twitter but you and me well i mean yeah i mean i was i mean i think there's a few people on twitter there's a a handful there's more people on instagram i mean which makes sense you know to some degree we've been on twitter for like three weeks and we have two followers (laughs) (laughs) we were on ig for like a day yeah yeah i mean you know but hey we're on IG now. Yes. Thanks to Richard. We finally found our home. We, we, we have a lot of followers. And, you know, that's... Tons. <laughs> thousands. With thousands of followers. I mean, it's just blowing up. We, I think we've set some records in the past few days. Uh, we probably need some fact-checking to go on there. But, uh, you know, I, I think we... I know that we would love to just keep up with folks, um, specifically our seniors, as they, uh, you know, move on to bigger and better uh, endeavors. Yes, you can always communicate with us on that IG or Monday nights. Just roll by the lab, and <laughs> you might see us out here. It's funny we we kind of started on Saturday nights, and now we've kind of switched to Monday nights. Transitioned into Monday nights. Why do you think that is? Oh man, who knows? Could be Sunday nights the next whole, week. The whole I don't like know. Mexican food night out tradition rolling straight into the pod that it died. It might come back. You never yeah. know. Yeah, we'll we're gonna keep you guys on our on your toes. Special editions, yeah. late night special editions. Yeah, I love those. Okay, but seriously, we might find ourselves on uh, TikTok soon. <laughs> I got to figure out what that is, but yeah, we got to do some research on what that is. TikTok for sure. The the party though. Shout out to all the swimmers, all the high point peeps. We've been talking about all of our high level swimmers all summer long. But Richard, you want to give us a, a breakdown of, of who those uh, awards went to, and then yeah, let's yeah let's talk about that because we we did highlight those folks at the party, and you and I weren't there. Richard was, so give us a little rundown. Sure, happy to. I'm going to apologize in advance because I'm sure that I I will probably miss someone. I don't have a confirmed list, but from memory, I know we had a lot of swimmers that were recognized, and I, I think I've got more than half. 
Yeah, but that's not our brand. You're going to have to issue a public apology <laughs> on the next episode. I can't wait. I mean, it was bound to happen at some point. Now we know what I'll be apologizing for. So that's that's <laughs> so good. totally fine with me. So, uh, by the way, how great is this that when we don't know what the hell to say, we just throw it to Richard and, <laughs> and then he just fills it in. It's, I feel like I won the lottery here all of a sudden. Okay, carry on. I'm here for you guys. So I know that Jillian Tamblin uh, was first place high point for girls six and under. I also know Maeve Hogan uh, was in the top three. Uh, other swimmers, Carissa Higgs had a really strong meet. Um, ZJ Hayes, uh, Hadley talked about you know her performance last week. She ended up getting first place high point, as did Easton Stevenson. Um, and uh, I know Ethan Yang also was, I think, second place high point, maybe first place. He's a phenomenal swimmer ethan's um, a big baller swimmer beautiful stroke on that kid jeez abso- absolutely and and again apologies to anyone that i left out i did that from memory i'm sure that there were probably others but at a minimum all of those kids were recognized hey there listeners chief editor here i hate to interrupt the show but i've got to make an the first ever interpodcast public apology just as i expected I screwed up all kinds of details when trying to recap this year's Champs Award winners, and I feel terrible about it. This kind of thing has to be fixed, and it's got to be fixed right now. So what did I do? I went straight to the source. I hit up Leslie. She set me straight. And now I've got the full list. And I want to share it with our listeners to make sure these kids get the recognition they deserve. So here you go. First place High Point Award winners this year were Jillian Tamlin, Easton Stevenson, Carissa Higgs, and Hadley Dodson. Second place High Point Award winners were Maeve Hogan, Caleb Yang, Andrew Berger, ZJ Hayes, and Jules Hayes. And third place High Point Award winners were Addie Hill and Chase Hayes. So there you go. To all the swimmers that I left out, I apologize. You deserve better. You did awesome. We love you. We appreciate you. And I'm happy to own my mistake and make sure you get the recognition that you need. And with that, I'll return you back to your regularly scheduled podcast. One, two, three, go. Yeah, and we mentioned uh, a lot of these kids, uh, you know, previously, and and you know, all of them contributed to the success that we've had this whole season. So it's it's been a lot of fun watching these kids, you know, just come along and and uh, you know move move our team you know towards where we got to so it's it's been great yes big ups to all big ups to all the swimmers but this particular celebration was all about one human being who we all love and is really just a cherished member of our community and that is coach huddy murray and we could have an entire episode about Huddy Murray and have hundreds of people on this show. Thousands, honestly. Her impact, uh, the wake of that, is so much bigger than our current swim team when you consider 30 years of commitment. And I just have to say, I've only been here for seven years, but... Just to share my personal experience with Huddy, and I'm sh- I know that there are so many people that are 
way closer to her than than me and my family, but she has this ability to make you feel like she knows your family very well and that she cares about your family intimately and we've all had those moments where she pull she pulls you aside and she says something about your kid it no matter what age group they're in no matter how good that they are you know i'm working ready bench this year and she's always over there with the timer and checking splits and whatnot and she will walk over to me and say hallie pearl just hit two seconds off that 25 free that's you know and it's just like she's doing that the entire time i mean you extrapolate that out over 25 years the impact on the kids but also the impact on the parents and um huddy is not going away she's stepping back from the coaching role we may not see her as much here but she's still going to be around uh, my understanding is she's still going to be at some of the meets hitting the, hitting those splits encouraging the kids she knows everyone by name and i have a feeling even with her in her step in, in a role step back she's still going to seek out these new families want to know their kids names and I just want to say, from the Wheaton family, you know, we love you. Thank you for um, the last four years is all that we've been swimming, and you've made an impact on us, and and we're super thankful for that. And I'm so sad that we couldn't be there that night to honor you, but it sounds like the neighborhood, and Richard can maybe speak to this, but it sounds like the neighborhood really... Uh, stepped up and honored you with the letters and at the celebration and all of that and you deserve all of that yeah and and richard's gonna talk about that in a second but i'll just say from the barry family i mean we obviously we had weston um you know the first real year he was involved and and uh the troubles with him just even getting in the pool you know from the first meeting you know huddy reached out after that first meet you know was very involved in uh, and, and concerned about how how we could get him in the pool i mean it was just you know asking questions you know trying to dig into that situation uh luckily he he got in and i you know fully uh believe that that was due to the coaches and and all that they do and so we appreciate that but i you know even further i just wanted to you know share that one of the things that I remember about Coach Huddy is not just what she's done at the pool, but, you know, I dropped Weston off at school every day at Davis. She's right there this, in the lobby. She's right there every day. Volunteering, I, I, I'm not sure exactly, you know, what her title is or what her role is, but she's right there every day. Yep. She knows, I mean, she's greeting everyone every day, and, and you know, that's just a a huge you know she's she's inserting herself into our community on a daily basis mm-hmm. outside of coaching our neighborhood you know as a, as swim coach so huge huge shout out uh we we really appreciate everything you've you've done and and uh so richard 
you want to fill us in on on uh, how the how it went down at the uh, at the party? That'd be my pleasure, but I can't let you guys talk about Coach Huddy without <laughs> sharing some of my experience. That's right. right of course, got I mean, to. For for me, at the end of the day, the Blue Wave it's it's the backbone of this neighborhood, and the Blue Wave as we know it isn't the Blue Wave without Huddy Murray. Mm. Uh, and I don't think anyone you know would would see that as a controversial statement. Uh, I actually found out. I think week before last, I had never heard the story. Brandy was telling it to someone else. She started recruiting Hadley when Hadley was three years old. You know, we, we, we moved into this neighborhood and Hadley wasn't even a year old. And, you know, we took her to the pool like everyone does, to the kiddie pool. We didn't know anybody. We, we weren't really plugged into the community. And I guess Huddy happened to be there. And I think, you know, Brandy said she walked up to her and within the first 90 seconds said, like, okay, so is uh, she going to swim for the swim team? And Brandy was like, what is that? <laughs> right? And so, uh, you know, that just... Uh, goes to show you like how, how many involved. violations do you think she committed there I mean, from there? a recruiting standpoint <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I mean we're, we're not going to talk about that uh, on the air <laughs> we'll definitely edit this out um, <laughs> no but uh, you know she she got Hadley started on her journey as a swimmer uh, and as we were thinking about you know moving back to Austin after the Seattle move you know one of the things that we were all looking forward to as a family was the opportunity to to swim on the blue wave and to to be around coach huddy some more and uh you know she came up to me earlier this year you know talking about hadley being back on the blue wave and how excited she was and how thankful that she was that that hadley was swimming with the blue wave and the example that you know she was setting and um actually told me that she had challenged you know hadley to beat her olympic trials time so you know she just she knows what makes every kid on a 175 person swim team tick and is able to really kind of drill down on that and find ways to you know keep these kids super excited and motivated and continuing to swim and that's always mm -hmm. what's separated our team you know from the other teams in the league is like the number of older swimmers that Agreed. we were able to to hang on to mm -hmm. you know throughout their journey yeah, she is such a big part of that yeah and so going back to the to the champs you know party and, and the celebration and the way that we honored her like it was such a special night and it was super emotional i think for everyone that was involved um, and of course there were a lot of really nice words that were said about Huddy, but I think that the, the, the most meaningful gesture and, and a very well-deserved one at that was the decision to actually rename the Balconies Woods pool, the Huddy Murray pool. So there was a sign that was unveiled at the ceremony, um, that will hang at the entrance of the pool, I think is my understanding of the plan. And, and I heard some conversation about maybe it becomes something that the swimmers, you know, sort of slap on their way into the pool. I That's love amazing. that. So I cool. love that. Yeah, that would be incredible. Um, and that was a really special way to honor her. And, and, and frankly, it's, it's nothing less than what she deserves. You know, she talked, 100%. she talked a little bit at the, at the event. It's hard to get Huddy to talk about Huddy. Interestingly enough, she loves talking. <laughs> she loves talking about our kids and she loves talking about, you know, her kids, but talking about Huddy, maybe not so much, but she, she opened up and talked a little bit about, you know, sort of her journey to become the, the coach of, of Balcones Woods and, and how it started. And, and I know a lot of people are familiar with it, but maybe there's, there's some that aren't and it's, it's, it's worth, you know, covering here. Yeah. yeah. You know, she wanted she wanted her kids to swim uh, at this pool and, and on this swim team. And, you know, the, the community has always had a policy dating back to its, I guess, original coach that if you wanted to be on the team, you had to live in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And the only way sort of around that was if you were a coach on the team, your kids could swim. And so Huddy took an assistant coach position specifically so that her kids could swim. 
and 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 you know she talked about at the at the champs party that she thought it would be a very short-term thing mm. um, but you know it turned into really kind of a, a lifelong you know commitment to the blue wave and all of her kids swam for the team and uh, you know, uh, continued to find ways to give back to the team, and it was just such an uh, an awesome thing to see. Uh, you know, the, the 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 team honor her in that way, and and for that to be a lasting legacy for Huddy that will you know live for years and years and years to come. And and as I said, nothing less than what was deserved. And it was just awesome to be there and and to see the the appreciation from all the residents and the gratitude from Huddy. Yes, so amazing. So, so awesome, and so it's proud. And, and the the beauty of this situation is it's it's definitely not goodbye, as like Brian you you mentioned earlier, she is always going to be around. I mean that's that's in her lifeblood, and it's not just about swimming, right? It is about Huddy. We're talking about Huddy Murray, the human being, not the swim coach. That is her her. That has been kind of her role and kind of the way that people kind of identify her is with the pool and the swim team, but it's so much more than that. And I wish, I mean, maybe just take a minute listening to this and imagine if we could have had everyone there on Sunday night that she has come in contact with via this neighborhood I we mean, need the, a bigger pool. I mean, the entire common property probably couldn't hold that group of people. Yeah. So um, that is what life is all about. We have learned so much from her and just about living well and service and caring for people. And so big shout out. And she's kind of making, this is kind of making the lab misty for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're we're yeah. we are all about having fun, and this is very fun to honor her right now. Absolutely. But um, just just three guys in here drinking bourbon, a little bit misty at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, uh, I'm telling you, we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours, and and not not and not the last shout out. Not the last Huddy shout out, right? No, definitely. And, and uh, she is, she's got a legacy. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. we've got Leslie who's gonna, you know, just continue on. And yeah. uh, we need to find out like if Beats by Dre makes a special headset, and maybe just gift that to her so know. that she can have it, you know, for the future. And we'll just sponsor that. This is the Woods Podcast. We'll sponsor that. We mentioned her headset previously yeah. in an episode. Oh yeah, but you know, just so it's, it's a little a good it's, idea. It's the little things. I don't know. Yeah, the letters. Everyone said the letters. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what size mailbox she has, but there's no chance that they all fit in there. I'm sure she just had like a bunch of. Oh no! They handed. They had a. They there was a giant folder file just full of letters that they handed to her at the at the meet. There so, you go. Uh, it'll keep her busy for probably about six hours and then she'll, <laughs> she'll, she'll read them all but that, that was really awesome thank you to everyone that wrote her a letter yes that's so great so um swim season is over but uh it's over for the summer season we, we've also got some of these swimmers who we've talked about and one of the things that 
we want to do on this podcast, not just with swimming, but with anything else, is we want to talk about what happens next for these kids in the neighborhood and what they go on to do and any sort of accomplishment, whether it's baseball or football or water polo or... Yeah, that go back, and that goes back to uh, episode zero. It does, right? We talk. We were talking about little little man soccer and just you know, really highlighting anything that these kids are doing in the neighborhood. I mean, you know, we talk. About, I mean, if there's a little league accomplishment, you know, or you know, I mean, we've got all star camp coming up. You know, all these things. We just really want to dive into that on the pod so uh you know i think you're gonna talk about the uh stags and tags and we've got a little bit of info in information for uh our listeners here yeah so we hadley explained this in the champs 21 2021 episode yep. last week about the club swimming format at what it takes to become an Olympic swimmer, or really just what it takes to compete at the highest level, the different kind of standards. And so Carissa and Hadley, Carissa Higgs and Hadley, and was there, were there, are there more swimmers that are at this level, Richard? Yeah, there were a few uh, blue waivers at Stags this weekend. And, and so for those of you that, that are maybe a little bit less familiar or didn't listen to Hadley's interview last week, Stags is the South Texas Age Group Swimming Championships. So that's 18 and under, and it's uh, essentially everything from sort of city of Austin south. And so the, uh, the the major clubs that were in attendance, several from Austin, you had you know Nitro, which is the biggest club, Waterloo, uh, Texas Gold, as well as a number of you know clubs out of San Antonio, Victoria, um, other cities throughout Texas, uh, and it's one of those meets that has time standards, like Hadley was talking about last week. So you have to have a certain qualifying time. Um, from memory, Blue Wave swimmers that were in attendance, um, you mentioned Carissa, Hadley, ZJ Hayes. ZJ uh, was there. Cool. Basically, the whole Hayes family was there. Jules Chase, swam. Chase, Chase was there. Chase swam. I just want to say that if the Hayes family like decided to adopt children, I think that they would be elite swimmers. <laughs> no question. Like just the name it's just like if you just have that last name, you're going to you're going to be high point material. Like I just want to say that. Agreed. I mean, it's it's pretty much a given at this point. Yes. So, uh how did they do this weekend, Richard? Yeah, I mean, everyone swam well. Um Carissa Higgs had a really strong meet. Uh, she was able to get, I think, two additional tags cuts. So we talked about Stags, which is South Texas. Tags is Texas Age Group Swimming, and that's actually a 14 and under only event. Um, uh, so Carissa, I think, went from one tags cut to three tags cuts. Uh, she finished first or second or first, second or third in a number of events. I think she scored over 100 points in total wow. uh, across our individual and relay events. So she had a really, really good showing. Uh, Hadley had a good showing. She actually took first place in uh, 200 IM. Uh, yes. Yeah, she did. And she got her tags cut, which was the, the, the really the big focus. Uh, she dropped time in, I think, every event except for one. So she was really happy with her performance. Uh, I saw Jules swim on a couple of occasions. She looked really strong, as always. Uh, Chase made a couple of finals as well. 
Uh, ZJ actually had such a, a, a full tags uh, program already that he didn't need to swim to stags as much. Okay. Um, you know, these, these club meets, they, they operate a little bit different. It's not... Uh, clubs don't go into them necessarily with a mindset to win, at least not with a, with a meet like stags or even some of the meets that lead up to championship seasons. Uh, it's really more kind of the final opportunity for a lot of these swimmers to get the time standards or the cuts that they need to, to participate in, in the more prestigious events like tags. So, um, uh, but still making the finals and, and being able to, you know, drop time and, and, you know, meet goals that a lot of these swimmers set for themselves is, is something to be, you know, really excited and really proud about. So just a quick note for those listeners who don't know, which you know, I was I, I didn't know until Hadley texted me a little while ago. Carissa Higgs is she just turned ten years old, um, which is pretty amazing when we're talking here about all the accomplishments that um, you know she has uh, you know had in in these swim meets leading up to stags and in stags this past weekend so uh, you know shout out to carissa i mean that's just just that's just amazing yes and i'm i'm going to kind of speak for well i should hadley kind of spoke to this a little bit last week but you know kind of tying this tying this to blue wave again i grew up and playing sports and there was obviously club opportunities i was traditional basketball baseball football you know for the guys sports and one of the things that i always heard from these club people who went the club route or the select route is that it's easy to get burnt out you know and so i love hearing from some of our really really high level swimmers how the blue wave season kind of infuses them with a, like life about the sport because it's so hyper competitive when they get onto that high level. I feel like this whole summer situation is probably such like a breath of fresh air and um, just the spirit of it is probably contagious for them. And again, I, I hadly kind of mentioned that, but um, I, I like to believe that coming off of the swim season, it kind of propels them into these type of meets to do well. And it sounds like our swimmers did awesome. Yeah, they, they really did. And I, and I think you're right. I mean, I think for a lot of swimmers, summer league, it, you, you, you hit the nail on the head. It's, it's fun. It's, it's not stressful, right? Like it's, it's mm-hmm. not about, you know, am I chasing this standard or that standard? It's, you know, an opportunity to connect with the people that, you know, that they're close to, that they're friends with, that are members of their community. Uh, it's an opportunity, especially as swimmers get older, to serve as a role model for the younger swimmers. Um, you know, Hadley and Carissa, I think, knew of each other, but hadn't really met. And uh, they had the opportunity to connect at Stags this weekend. And, you know, I can already tell, like, that's that's going to be a friendship that develops and, um, you know, that, that, that really goes somewhere. And, and that, you know, that blue wave bond is, is how they know each other. Otherwise, you know, Hadley swims for Waterloo, Carissa swims for Nitro. They, they might not, not have ever really had any reason to, to connect or get to know each other. But, you know, the blue wave is, is kind of the thing that, that brought them together. 
Uh, and and just real quick because Carissa had such a great meet. Just I've got I've got some of her results up. So she took first place in stags in the 400 meter free. Uh, she was uh, a member of the first place uh, 200 meter free relay team. Uh, she was second place um, in the 100 meter free in her age group. Second second place on a, another relay team. Uh, second place in the 200 meter free individual. I mean, like it just goes on and on. Like she racked up so many points, and at such a young age. I mean, Hadley was telling me she's like, Dad, when I was 10, I didn't even know what stags was. That's <laughs> like, amazing. This girl whatever records I set this year, she's going to come along and she's going to break them. Like, and Hadley was super impressed with her. And, um, you know, she's someone that'll definitely be fun to watch, uh, over yes. the next several years. Yeah. Uh, Hadley was talking very highly of her. That's really cool to see and hear about. Any parents out there who are listening to this and you have a kid doing something awesome, please reach out to us. Let us know. I know that there are, plenty of younger folks listening to this podcast and we just want to we just want to pump them up we want to tell them how awesome they are no matter what they're doing whether it's theater sports singing instruments anything man i can't wait until we get into the school year to to really hear about everything going on i mean this is we we just really got started with the summer yes one of the we this Everything that happens on this podcast is so organic, and the more we talk about the kids, the more I get excited to talk about the kids. I mean, this place is a utopia, and we talk about that all the time, but it's like a small town. We know each other, and you want to know what these... You want to know what they're doing, and I mean, if everyone knew that so-and-so was going to be the lead in the musical at Anderson High School... I mean, we would sell that place out in a heartbeat. So we want to yeah. get that. We want to get that messaging out. And and it's not only Anderson, right? I mean, a lot of these kids are going to different schools, you know, private schools, whatever it may be, and it doesn't matter. We just it doesn't matter what school they're at. Let us know, and and we'll we'll pump them up, and you know, we just like to talk about you know what everybody's doing. So a hundred percent. And per usual, we love. To talk about birthdays and birthday shout outs. We have some very significant birthday shout outs this week in particular. We have the one and only Bemo. <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that before, it just happened. I know, I know. You, I, that's the first time I heard it. I loved it. Yeah. Bemo, the, the one and only. Um, There's no one like this guy. He's the best. He is the best. And I don't. I don't even know how old he is. How old do you think Bimo is? Seventy-two. <laughs> That's a, that was a joke. Benjamin. That was he, a joke. If anyone though in the neighborhood was going to be Benjamin Button, like he might be on the list. No, if I had to guess, I'd say like fifty-one. <laughs> you don't She's think aging like a boss? I, I mean, maybe it's the bald head that throws me off. Yeah, he is such a baller. I've never met anyone that doesn't love Bimo. He just cares for people. I mean, look at the level. family that he's created. They dominated at the Fourth of July festivities. Domination. Now the guy is uh, top notch. Happy birthday, Bimo! Yes, uh, obviously it. 
it was a few days ago but um we we love you we i mean look at the sign that he created the the banner that he tied across uh balcones woods drive there yeah i've been out of town a little bit has that thing re-emerged i haven't seen it but you know so i can tell you the banner was hanging at the champs party Oh, I really? love that. Look at that exposure. Oh, man. Wow. Might have a am... little something to do with those 57 followers we have on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just saying. Love that. BMO, be blessed, my friend. And can't wait to shout you out next year. Also, birthday shout out, Don Yeager. Don Yeager, our daylily man. Does he even know we have a podcast? No. <laughs> There's literally no way. And that's actually sad. I'm just going to have to go down there and knock on the door, download Spotify on his flip phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don, Don Yeager turned 88 years old. And he is 88 years young, man. I don't know if y'all ever see that man pumping around, ten, around the hood on his walks. But... He is living big at 88, and I don't even know I'm the so guy. I'm so proud to share a street with him. I don't even know the guy. I haven't met him, but I'm uh, I'm living vicariously through you, <laughs> and I can't even tell you the number of times that I think about his day lilies. <laughs> Could you drive by Alhambra I, all the time? All the time. Yeah, and I look. And I'm, I'm like, how many, how many is it? I don't even know what to count. Right. Yep. But I look at them all the time. Yes. And I, then furthermore, I think about how I can graft his daylilies to put them in my yard. Yeah. I still think I said that <laughs> on one of the previous episodes, and I would love to somehow spread his daylilies all around the neighborhood. Well, here's the deal. We're just going to ask him directly because our podcast equipment is mobile. We're just going to go over there. We're going to knock on his door. He's the nicest guy in the world. And we're going to say, listen, we got this podcast. I don't, I know that you don't know what that is and you don't care, but we're going to interview you about this. And, and we're just going to get him on a hot mic. Yeah, I've got and so you can many ask questions. All those questions. Like, can I transplant these? We're going to ask all those questions and he is what if he's just like you know if i were to ask him like hey can i graft this blah 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 he's like no yeah no <laughs> just go buy him at the store yeah. home depot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a perfect answer actually i hope he does say that now uh, <laughs> hey so i know we've got a, a really significant birthday to talk about but i do have some intel here we actually have, in the next 48 hours, two different board members will experience birthdays. What? Oh, let's go ahead and hit those now. Let's, let's preempt. Pre, this is what you call a preemptive strike. Yeah, so uh, Tyler Hogan. Oh, powerhouse. July 20th, Captain Fourth of July party uh, planner uh, is celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Powerhouse oh. Hogan is what we call him. Powerhouse Hogan, birthday party tomorrow. Shout him out if you see him out on the streets. Doesn't matter if it's day of, day late, two days late, three days late. Give that man a retroactive birthday shout out. He deserves all of it. Maybe in like five years when we get huge, 
and and everybody listens to us on on a daily basis and we're putting out content four times a day (laughs) i want to be there i want to quit my job (laughs) so bad (laughs) like when he's turning you know 52 one day maybe we can just be like hey pop-up birthday party for powerhouse hogan (laughs) and always you know we'll just announce it the day before and we just say show up at his house at 7 p.m and then we get the whole neighborhood to show up at his house for a birthday party you know they'll just welcome it with open arms yeah tyler generous guy over there man one day open doors over there and then anytime my kids are bothering me and they're just wrestling around i'm like can y'all just go to the hogan's (laughs) (laughs) go see peach (laughs) yeah go see peach she'll take care of you and then and then hot on the heels 24 hours after tyler's birthday the next board member to have a birthday i'm a little embarrassed that we didn't talk about this in our pre-show, but Uh-oh. basically the godfather of this show, Eric Calder. Oh, it's his my birthday. goodness. July 21st. That's a fact. Eric wow. Calder. Wow. The godfather of the show. My brother, my running mate. We run before the sun comes up and we, we're, we're soulmates now, man. We talk, about, we talk about the deepest, darkest things. And he's going to be in Santa Fe. Leaving for Santa Fe in the morning, but shoot that man all the messages, and when he gets back, give him some love. Everybody loves Eric Calder. That's a weird flex that you guys run every morning, seventeen miles. But we don't run every morning, but whatever. A couple times that's, a week. What I, that's what I heard. <laughs> anyway, uh, I know exactly what I'm going to get him for his birthday. Can you guess? Two double A batteries. <laughs> For his freaking camera on his garage. <laughs> Please do that, dude. Put it in a gigantic box. <laughs> that is such a great idea. Do it. Just leave it on his porch for him. And it's there. I mean, I know the Calder family are faithful listeners of this show. And I know that they're going to listen to this before they get home. So I, we should have the biggest box ever sitting on their front doorstep when they get back. With just two With, AA batteries yeah, in it? And maybe something else in it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know what. I don't know what. Bag of Cheetos. Yeah. Hey, quick, you know. Maybe a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick aside. You know, Eric Calder, you know, one day we're talking about how we needed uh you know, to split some wood, split some logs in the neighborhood. Next thing you know, Calder says, hey, I'm going to buy a log splitter. <laughs> Next thing you know, like a day later, we've got a log splitter in the neighborhood. The guy tows it behind his truck to and fro his uh, his ranch, puts it down here in Allegro. We split logs. I mean, the guy's just a man's man. He is a man's man, man of the people. And, and, you know, it's just, I'm proud to know that guy. Yeah. We got to get him back on the show. He was, we had him briefly on, on the, in the, in the pit party, but we got We had him on? I'm just kidding. That was a joke. That was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) That's so good. Man, birthdays are raging in the hood right now. Okay. Last but not least. Hey, good good uh good looking out there. Yes. Real good RD. looking out. Dude. 
Golly, we're going to have to start paying this guy. We are. We're not he's, careful. He's, we're going to have to start paying he's him. realizing his value in, his, <laughs> in, in the lab with us right now, and we're going to have to start paying for this, the which is fine. The only thing we got I'll, going I'll, for us is that we have zero revenue. Yeah, that's I know. Yeah, Jordan's not excited about that. But <laughs> she's really not going to be excited when I tell her it's a net loss. <laughs> well, we, we, pay, we pay Richard <laughs> 250 a week. <laughs> but... Um, Yes, dude. That that's big, dude. Two big time powerhouses in the neighborhood. Yeah. Be blessed, my friends. Last but not least, though, anchoring Balcones Woods, just east of the stop sign, is our man Stroud McIlvain. Stroud McIlvain, World War II veteran, and some of you may know this from. The last birthday he had, which was a parade birthday, where someone put out the yard art. I'm his wife or kids or somebody put that out in yep. his front yard out there, and it was a big celebration of him. He turned ninety six. I believe it was two days ago. Like a boss. And we want to celebrate him. He is. A World War II veteran, a hero, second infantry. You can actually just Google his name. We, when we were prepping for this, we just were like, we got to find out about this guy. There is no shortage of information on the World Wide Web about Stroud McIlvain. Second infantry. Second infantry. Another. Normandy. Another guy who we need to just knock on the man's door and I we need to put some headphones on that guy and put him on a hot mic because the stories that would come out of him yes would blow yeah you know the no, minds no one of would be complaining our about our episode length if we had Stroud McIlvain we on might the show. go to the t- I mean at that point if Apple still refused to put us on <laughs> their I mean that, that there's no way they would refuse us at that point that the content would be I mean, be too rich. We could, maybe we, uh, maybe we need to get on that quicker than. It's not a bad idea. This is a man that needs to be celebrated, and I'm sure has been celebrated over and over again for his service to our country. You can find him walking around the neighborhood with his wife Myra, just you know, out for strolls midday. Uh, and, and, you know, tell them happy belated, tell them we appreciate, you know, your service. I'm sure he'd, he'd love to tell you a story or two. A hundred percent. These are the things that we want the people to know about. Happy birthday, Stroud, man. And we got to figure out, we got to get him the audio. We got to package it however he wants it. Like, how do you want it? Do you want it dictated on Microsoft Word and printed? And mailed to you because we we will one hundred percent do that, or we can just I think email in the audio. We can fax it. Yeah, we'll fax it. <laughs> Anything like that. Anything like that. We got to get this to him. If you see the man, send him the blessings. Other BW news. Now that we got our birthday shoutouts out of the way, and that was a lot. We did not. We did not expect ten minutes worth of birthday shoutouts, but that's it just the way. It. That's just the way it, it goes. And this it. is so many good people. The Toilet Bandit 
has struck again. Oh, here we go. Yeah. This is I I knew that this would happen. I knew that this I knew that this was not a one off. How did you know? I just Are you involved in this? What's the deal? You know, don't come at me like that. That is not that's not who I am. People want to know, Ross. That's not what I'm about. And uh I'm trying to bring the news to the people and why have you canceled on me Saturday nights? What are you out doing? Oh, you push hey, it to Monday I night, know, I get suspicious. I know I like to have fun, but I am not I am not dropping toilets on people's mailboxes. Are you sure? With yeah, no, I promise you. I've been out trying to shake the bushes and figure out who this was. I'm pretty sure I've seen it, that snake in it, your house before. Yes. So if you don't know, <laughs> there you need to check our IG account because there is a picture of where the toilet was last spotted in the Mendenhall's yard for everyone to see. That, that power move by the toilet bandit, right? Mm-hmm. The location there. He's like front he, and center. He's been in hiding, but he just came out aggressively and was like, "Everyone's been sleeping on me, but I am back." Here I am, and this time, there was a snake coming out of the toilet. Yeah. And I couldn't help but notice a little bit of a loose end by the to- toilet bandit here. Ooh. A pair of How do you chi- mean? A pair of child sunglasses were on that snake. Oh. They looked to be little girl sunglasses. I oh. could, they might be little boy sunglasses, but I they... I feel like they might be little girl sunglasses, in, in which case we could deduce something from that. So check out that IG account. Look at those photos. If there's anything that you see, you, maybe you've seen the snake before. Yep. I don't know. What did Mendenhall do with the toilet? Is it still out there? The toilet is gone. Oh. The toilet I didn't even is gone. This That's today. A, I mean, we should. I worked from home, so I didn't leave the house today. Yeah, we should definitely reach out to Mendenhall and see what happened to the toilet. Did it vanish? Did he's, he? Is it in his garage? He's yeah. probably pretty tight-lipped on this. Yeah, can we talk about the chain of custody of the toilet? I mean, it it showed up mysteriously at Bimo's house, right? And yes. then what happened to it between when Bimo took it into his garage and when it showed up in Mendenhall's yard, is it is it one toilet bandit or is this like a pay it forward mm. sort of situation? It's a Do great we know for sure was Bemo's house the last uh, place that it was left? We have we don't have any other information. the 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 second time I've seen the toilet, and actually I should say this, I don't actually know if it's the same toilet. I should say that. Ooh, that's something to consider. That is something to consider. We need to re. We may need to reevaluate this evidence. Also, didn't the last toilet have a, a legit poop in it? Turns out it was a fake poop. It was a fake poop. It turns okay. out that it was a fake poop, but it looked very real. It did look real. It looked very real. Bimo was very taken aback by it. He was not happy about it. Okay. He was mad about it. His I don't I. I don't think that little Campbell Morris has has ever frowned in her, in her life. Hold up, hold up. We got some yellow. We got some hecklers. We're getting heckled. You know you've arrived when you start getting heckled. Yep. So, so let me ask you guys, is there is there anything keeping us from turning 
the IG account into a into a tip line? Like, could people just slide into our DMs if they think they have a lead on the Toilet Bandit? I mean, there's absolutely. nothing. There's nothing stopping that. Let from me happening. ask you this though: uh, if somebody were to DM us, and I believe that stands for direct message. That's correct. We'll need to are, fact check that, but that sounds <laughs> that sounds right. Are those DMs visible to all people? Only to people with access to the Woods Instagram account, which is everybody at this point, right? I think it's just the three of us. Yeah. If, if oh, he, oh, if, oh! If, I got you. If with you remember username the password. and password, right? Access. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to have the password, okay. which is not shout out Shelly Reed. Just not anymore. That's right. <laughs> By the way, we, we've mentioned the IG account. I think three times now. We've yet to actually say what the name <laughs> of the IG account is, which could is be that helpful. important. <laughs> to some people. <laughs> All right. I, it, okay. I'm just checking. So you can find us at the Woods Pod. That's yeah, the Woods right. Pod, no spaces. Yeah. That's our IG handle. Yeah, it's perfect. It's flawless. Yes. Hit us up in the DMs. Yeah, so get we got a tip line here. If you see anybody. Tip line, DM. Yeah. If you see anybody like dads, moms, elderly, children, anybody with it walking around with a toilet. Or driving around. Driving around Maybe with a toilet. Maybe they get it strapped, unloading strapped a, up top and on un, the rack. Unloading a toilet. Unloading a suspicious box. Anything like that. Yeah. Uh, just slide into the DMs. The Toilet Bandit has not been identified. We're working on it. We're working on it. I feel like it's going to reemerge, though. I have a feeling that it's not in Mendenhall's garage, but it could be. You don't think it's in his garage right now? I don't think so. Really? No. He can't fit anything else in that garage. Have you seen that garage? <laughs> The minivan is. That man's got fourteen <laughs> strollers in that garage, man. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Yeah, uh, the toilet bandit is. You know he's gonna keep us keep the newsies flowing. Okay. Okay. So this past Thursday we had the adult pool night, and I had a guy's trip. You knew this. I was I had a golf trip going on. I was leaving Thursday, and my plan was to go to a couple hours and then leave from there, but mm. ended up not working yeah. out. Did not Give work out. Give us a little out. recap. Tell us what went down. Richard and I were there holding down the fort for you. Yeah. FOMO on fleek. Which, you know, I, I'm actually a little bit glad that you didn't show up because I kind of, you know, oh, reestablished myself. <laughs> <laughs> in the neighborhood because you were there at the last one and i was not and i had serious fomo so yeah it's raging inside of me even <laughs> as we speak <laughs> no we i mean as you know peggy and i came in hot i mean we we got we rolled into the b-dub were y'all the first ones there like, no like waiting no, I mean, waiting at the gate like we were so hot we rolled in we pulled into the driveway at like six ten. It started at 6 o'clock p.m. And we rolled in at 6 <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. We had an, uh, We were prepared. We had a babysitter show up at the house. Nice. Um, and, you know, I unloaded all of my stuff into the garage, including the kids. Rolled <laughs> them into the house. They were a mess. I Got imagine you just bed. packing them in the garage, just shutting the garage. <laughs> And, you know, said, hey, 
thanks for coming. Peace out, babysitter. And we rolled up to the pool. And it was it was amazing. I mean the scene, the the vibes up there. It's kind of it's kind of crazy being there without kids, right? It really is. So relaxing. Everybody was chilled out. Mm -hmm. Everybody was relaxed. It was quiet. Literally, Peggy said, "It's so quiet." When rolled when we walked up to the front gate. Oh yeah, it was amazing. That's funny. No, I, I agree. I I think you know on on some level, going into the adult pool party as a concept, I was sort of envisioning maybe it was a continuation of like the bingo night, and I and I really wanted yeah. that to be true mainly because I didn't go to bingo night, and so like I'm just still sort of chasing that that particular you know FOMO situation. But that that's a me issue, and that's fine. But. <laughs> The, the adult pool parties have been awesome because it's just been a chance to sort of connect, right, with all of the people. Like, you know, we, we come across each other, but typically all roads lead back to our kids, right? And so we're either at a swim meet or we're, you know, dropping kids off for a sleepover or this, that, and the other. But the pool party is just a chance to connect with your friends. And so it's actually, it's, it's been pretty low-key and pretty chill, but, yes. a, but a ton of fun. Love um, it. I'll say the, the noodle situation dramatically yeah, I improved was gonna, i was gonna ask oh dramatically improved there was a, a box of fresh noodles look at like, that see yeah. yeah i mean that's that's hey that is a huge addition to the adult only pool night because we had sinking sh- adults sh- in our- Re- ross wheaton you know for making <laughs> shit happen yeah, i think that's the Excuse first me. shout out i've ever gotten on this show <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that man i'll, I'll pay it forward <laughs> We have Via 313, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, we, we could probably spend half a pod talking about how bad the pizza scene is in North Austin, but like whoever arranges for that Via 313 truck to come up once a month, like... Oh, let's go. Shout out to that person. Yes. Yeah, uh, because so good. that's huge. Awesome. Uh, so a lot of positives. I will say, and you know, I hate to be critical, I hate to be negative, but the music situation did take kind of a half to a full step back you know we had we had we had jamie hogan just taken over and putting it down at the inaugural adult pool party yes and by the way she emailed uh she side emailed us and asked us to publicly apologize because christina westfall was actually the owner of that playlist okay but i believe that jamie rose to the occasion she took the initiative she took the initiative and but christina Shout out christina but for christina the, for and the playlist christina and jay they know what's up and so i'm sure that christina and jamie locked eyes and heard what was coming into their eardrums mm-hmm. and were like this is not gonna work yeah. and they both efforted this you know they corrected in a big way so what happened so this time the dj for this instance was Tyler Truss, who I know is a, a great friend of the show. We you know featured him on the Balcones Woods USA episode, but uh, Tyler, I think, is struggling to figure out our generation and the kind of music <laughs> okay. that we're looking for. All right. Okay. Um, I know right. at one point we no, had... No uh, fault of his own. No fault of his own. Double T's. We love you, buddy. Yeah, we're, 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 we're a tricky one to yeah, figure out. So what was he going with? What was his... At one point, it was they, he was playing "It's Five O'clock Somewhere," which is a random country okay. song that yeah. wasn't really getting right. the party it's, off. It's a little sleepy. We it's a little uh, sleepy. we seared him to '90s hip hop, and okay. he found a '90s hip hop station on some platform. 
that played a couple of really you know solid tracks, but then went to yeah. the Spice Girls. Yeah, no. At, see, you got to nurture it. You yeah. can't. Like, oh you, boy, you can't, Spice Girls. Wow. You can't yeah. trust the platform. You got to nurture it. And these are the things that, as you mature, you start to you start to understand. Yeah. That music is a big deal, and specifically for adults who are trying to vibe, you know. And you know, the you, funny thing is, he was probably like trying to cater it to our generation yeah like i mean he probably is well aware of his generation's music taste yeah and didn't know what to do with the old people right can you think back to when y'all were kids and your parents were you know having a get-together yeah and you may have heard that music going on and you're like what what is this? Yeah, if that happened to me today, I would just put on like Van Morrison radio, <laughs> and but inevitably, inevitably, it would trend towards something yeah. weird, you know. And, you and know. so I, I can see where he was coming from, but you know, we'll, we'll just have some discussions, and maybe maybe we'll uh, you know we can ha- maybe we can have a little interview with with Tyler, and well, we might have to get him back on the show. Just have a discussion about the difference in uh, music taste. So, yes. So my advice to Tyler, if I could be so bold as to give him some, is always take your cue from the shoulders of the moms. And if you see the shoulders <laughs> and they're bouncing back and forth on the rock, you're on the right track. Yeah, yeah that's, sh- a, good, that's yeah. a good call. If you're the shoulders it. aren't moving, the, you, you yeah. need to keep going. Yeah. The truth yeah. is, like, don't even worry about the guys. Yeah, the don't dads. even worry about the guys. If the guys are complaining about the music, but the mom's shoulders are moving, continue on. Yeah, like, that's press, great. press on. That, that is, is gold. Sage wisdom right there. That's a gold. I mean, that is yeah. that that is big time. To heed that advice, my friends, my young friends listening to the show. Was there a fly problem out there? Because we had flies swarming the food, and I, I, don't, I don't know if that's avoidable I, at this point. A little bit. I, I had I one of the. One. I had one of the pizzas. I ate it at the picnic table. Uh, there was definitely a fly situation, and, and you know what? Listen, like I want to be self-critical. I blame myself. You know, Travis Schrader gave me a hot tip. There's these fans that you can buy uh, specifically to prevent flies from coming and getting all up in your food. He told me about them. I ordered them, and mm. then I left them at home. Ooh. So, oh, man. You know, that's on me, and I can do better, and, I, and I'll do better for the next one whenever yep. that might be. Shout out Travis Schrader. He knows how to party. That guy, that guy knows how to do a lot of things, you know? He knows how to do a lot of things. And faithful listener of the show... Adult only pool night. We have another one coming up. One more to finish off the summer. And we're going to slide this thing from Thursday to Friday. Friday, August 13th. And so, Richard, if you're trying to recreate the bingo night... I think this situation might be trending in your favor because Thursday nights, although we thought that might be like getting our college no. weekends back. Absolutely. It has it has been 10 out of 10 good, but people got to work on Fridays and, you know, you're not going to get like bingo night to the moon on a Thursday night but we're gonna slide this thing into the Friday big shout out to the social committee I'm sure Shelly has identified that 
the final adult-only pool night of the summer needs to be on a Friday, August 13th. Mark your calendars. Do not miss. Final weekend before school starts. We're going to have another little adult-only pool night, and it's going to jump. And I am not missing that one, my friend. Are you sure? No way, Jose. (laughs) Mark my words. I will be there. Hey, we talked about this uh, pre-show. Pre-flight. Can we call it pre-flight? You can. We talked about this pre-flight. And when we talk about something pre-flight on the Woods Pod, it's, it's, it's as good as gold. Right? Can yeah. I get an amen? Amen. Can I amen. get an amen? Amen to that. The Woods Pod needs to sponsor some jello shots at this uh at this pop-up adult party last one of the summer 100 percent agree and we have plenty of sources to go to in the neighborhood who've made exceptional jello shots we've documented this on the we need to enlist fourth of july episode l wingers for their uh what what was it lemon lemon, lemon meringue lemon meringue that's right and then the colliers with their pop rocks was it the colliers yeah oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah. Loaded. They initiated that. Oh yeah. Yeah. We yep. need to get some pop rocks, pop rocks up in there. Yeah. There's some things we can do, and the Woods Podcast is here for the people, so we're gonna we're gonna sponsor every, that. We're gonna do everything we can to turn it up. Mm. As, as chief producer and, and editor, I'm, I'm I feel like I want to make a call that that could be a good opportunity for another hot mic situation. Maybe just a ooh, love that. Just kind of a drop okay. in, just okay. something to. Something to noodle on. Yeah, let's, I let's love. Hey, I love that. We're gonna ha- we'll have. We we'll set lots. up in the corner. You want to talk about having lots of people that we want to talk to in one place at one time? Yeah, that's true. I mean, that might be a better holding tank than the hot pits. Yeah, because the third of July kind of got out of control a little bit. Did it? It got away from you. Did just it? a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's just what I heard. I don't, I don't actually know. But this seems right. Absolutely. 100%. Man, that's a great idea. I think that's probably going to happen. Continuing our rundown here. So many fun summer things. We've been hyping this. Mark your calendars. July 31st, the Derby Cart Build Day. Okay. You can get details about this on the Facebook page, on the Balconies Woods website. The Derby Build Day. Colt McCarthy will be out there. Bring your own tools. Bring your own materials. He will have it, answer any questions you have about how to build it. You can put the whole thing together that day. You cannot come to that day if you want to keep your derby cart secretive. If you have some ideas that you don't want the public to know about, because race day is two weeks later, August 14th, and that is going to be a blast. Colt McCarthy and Daphne McCarthy heading that thing up. If you want to do it, get your orders in for those derby carts and get your kids excited about it, because that is going down. Don't miss the build day, 731, if you have questions Concerns. I've got a a question. Go for it. First question. Do you know what you're talking about? (laughs) 
It's a serious, think, serious question because I, I don't think you do. I think so. I don't so. think we knew what we were talking about when we advertised this uh, a couple weeks ago. And I don't think you know what you're talking about right now. Do you even know what you're getting yourself into? Did you sign up for this? Yeah, man, we're in. I just got in touch with Colt McCarthy. I, I, this was the text I sent to him. Hey, man, can you send me the link to the Amazon Derby car kit? Do you remember us talking about that? Oh, yeah. Big Rick's going to drop them all off, like 100 of them. Yeah. Guess what? There's no kit. Oh, boy. <laughs> no kit. <laughs> There's no Amazon kit that Rick's going to drop off in front of your house and you just slap together. This, you- is, this is definitely a problem for the bottom feeders like yeah. me. And me. So what do I? Where am I going to go, McCoy's? So I said. So I Ace said, Harper? "Hey, Colt, uh, send me that link to the Amazon kit." He said, uh, "Yeah, there's no kit, but what's your email address?" And I, I knew <laughs> immediately I was in trouble. <laughs> you were like, send me, "Send me that kit. I need three of them." <laughs> so, you know, five minutes later, I check my email, and I, what do I find? A seven-page PDF document with just nothing but instructions <laughs> that is going to take me five days to decipher, seven days to just order parts, oh and boy. then 365 days to construct. Okay, so the second that you hear this podcast, you need to get your materials ordered, um, and lumber's super cheap right now. <laughs> So, no issues there. It's it, it's all about the kids. Just make it happen. I actually think the price is trending down, as I saw in the stock market. Yeah, it is. But, wow. I guess I do not know what I'm getting into, but I've already told my kids about it, so I'm going to have to make it happen. Dad's going to have to pull it, wrap it out. Is it all about the kids? <laughs> or is it all about Colt? Because, honestly, like if I could give a preemptive shout-out to anybody that's able to build a functioning... Derby car, besides Colt McCarthy, like they've already, they will already get my respect. That may be a very true statement, right yeah. there. I, 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 I will. Uh, I'm gonna try like hell. I think I'm pretty sure we need to post this PDF. I don't know how we do it, but maybe a link. I can I can As soon as I walk up to the build day with my materials, I'm gonna snap a picture of Colt McCarthy's face looking at me with my materials and my tools. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna look at me I with th- such disrespect for I'm, what I'm walking up with. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure this is where TikTok comes into play. <laughs> oh so, my goodness! So this, there are directions on this PDF. There are there's an or there's you know competitive categories. So we're gonna post this to our IG account in seven consecutive posts. I mean, there are B Dub car construction specifications uh wheelbase dimensions maximum weight restrictions this is not just a you know send me the kit on amazon which is what we were hoping for yeah that is for sure what we were hoping for but dads out there who want to race these derby carts i guess rise to the occasion 
reach out to Colt for this PDF. <laughs> the race is we'll, that we'll race is it. coming in hot. I've got I've got all the information now. Yeah, Colt was definitely harboring information. My kids may or may not be flying down that hill in a Red Rider wagon. <laughs> I, Whatever you call those things. I'm looking at a shop vac in the corner of the lab right now, <laughs> and I'm thinking how I mount a seat on it. With some sort of steering mechanism, yeah. Because, you get, you, get you know, some, I'm gonna need to find something that exists with wheels on it. You got some things in the lab here that I think can get it done. Wheels, yeah. Casters, you know, same thing. <laughs> All right. I might just, you know, you know, modify a stroller. You know. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. See. That's that's not a terrible but idea. Now that I know that there's no link on Amazon to you know purchase. Now I gotta think outside the box. Well, rules are off the table at this point after I, after this breaking news. I gotta say, it's it's a free for all out there. Um, we got a book club in the neighborhood August tenth. Uh, we are not sure where that meets. <laughs> <laughs> it says it on Town Square. Uh, the next book club is August 10th, so all of you readers out there, you know who you are. If you're in that book club, props to you. Maybe reach out to us and let us know more about it. Uh, we don't know where that meets, but this is the I think you can of- reach out to Tara Whitmore. And okay. she's super awesome and warm and friendly, and, and she, I'm sure, would welcome you with open arms to the book club this if is you're the looking for one of those. This is the beauty of us being on social media is that Anybody who's interested, they just have you know they all they have to do is send us a little direct message. Give us that fala. That's exactly right. And then I'm gonna also go ahead and um, give a little update here. You may have seen this on Town Square, but the Wine Club oh is, boy. is is still looking to find a host for the second half of this year. Uh, they still don't have anybody that really has, you know, volunteered to uh, host July through November or any one of those months. Ah. Uh, you know, but on the Town Square update, you you don't have to actually host it at your house. You just, you know, kind of have to be involved in organizing it. So if there's anybody who is interested in hosting that... Um, Email bwwineclub at gmail.com. Love that. I don't know about you, but I love me some wine. Hey, we've got you know we've got the whiskey market cornered here, but we need to get some 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 lushes on the pod. We might be able to branch out a little bit, and maybe that's an opportunity for the you know Woods Pod to uh, step in and and maybe participate in the wine club. I'm not opposed. Maybe host a month. I'm not opposed at all. I mean, we host it right here in the lab. Yeah. Maybe we just sign up. Maybe we do. I, I got to think about that a little <laughs> bit. Because, you know, I maybe I need to reach out to some folks and find out what's... Do I need to, like... Do I need to do a rosé, white, and red? And do I need to, like, pick the wines? Yeah. No, I think... I, I could get into some reds. I'm not too well-versed in white and rosé, though. Yep. I'm all about, in the tasting situation, I'm all about categories. 
So, you know, like rosé one time, white one time, red one time. Okay. But, you know, I don't run that. I don't, I don't steer that ship. Someone out there does, and we're going to find out who they are. If you do not have your kids signed up for Camp All-Star, we had Tyler Truss and Kale Hogan on the pod a couple weeks back, 4th of July special, and if if you haven't listened to that, you need to go back, listen to that episode, Balcones Woods USA, fast forward to about the hour, five minute mark is when uh, Kale and Tyler jump on and kind of profile what they're doing and all that money is going to go to Tyler maybe trying to raise some money to get himself a barber <laughs> I don't know but s- support those boys hey, get out how there. did you even know it was the hour and five minute mark that's pretty I hope that was made up <laughs> I really do because that would have been maybe more impressive than actually knowing when, when that was well I actually just looked it up right before we came on live okay. because I needed to know the dates which are August 2nd through 6th which were mentioned in that episode, August 2nd through 6th. So that is coming up real quick. Little boys and girls are all welcome at Camp All-Star. And again, it's supporting those boys. And there's some other guys uh, and maybe girls there too hosting Camp All-Star, running that deal. They're going to have all kinds of sports, games, water fun. I just remember... And maybe I'm giving something away here. Anyway, I don't think the little kids are listening. But uh, it was last year. It was it was pretty awesome, where we organized. You know, the dads of the kids who were at the camp, and then obviously, you know, uh, Truss Hogan and uh, Collier. We organized a water balloon ambush on the last day of camp. Where we where we rolled up to camp, we had you know uh, Tyler, George, and and Kale stash a, a big container of water balloons. They pulled it out as we rolled up and ambushed them. It was it was a great water balloon fight, and I hope we can do that again this year. Hey, we haven't had a monster water balloon fight in the hood yet that I know about, and yeah. that is. Very surprising, but you know it's going to happen at some point in this neighborhood, and that might be the day. That might be the day that it gets organized, that the dads really band together. We've got less than 30 days before it needs to happen. That's exactly right. Summer's coming to a close. It's coming to a close quick, which is sad, but man, shout out to the social committee because they're loaded up for the fall. Yeah, We're going to have plenty to talk about. It's been a great summer already, and it's not over. Pool season is in full tilt. We've had an exceptional amount of rain, but um, as always, the pool is a great time to connect with your friends and be up there. And so enjoy the rest of your summers. We've got, dude, this is crazy, but we've got four or five weeks and school school starting, starting back. Yep. I have so much sports that I want to talk about and not enough time. But just a little preview for the next time we get on the air. I do want um, to say just right out of the blocks, 
everyone on the pod knows that I watch a lot of soccer and the crushing England loss in the Euros. I just, it was, it was a painful deal, man. I was driving out of town in about the 66th minute. England was up one nothing. I lost service. We were driving out into the middle of nowhere to a family camp. And as soon as I got there, I asked one of the uh, staff people out there what the result was. England lost in PKs. And Phil Kaufman, our brother who was has lived in England, huge England fan. I think there's some others in the neighborhood who love England. I'm sorry. I know that those tears are somewhat nostalgic for you at this point because it's been 1966 since you last won a major championship. They had it in their grasp in their home, Wembley Stadium. I could talk about sports for an hour right now. We had the Open Championship, which Colin Morikawa won. Second, second major championship. He's only 24 years old. Are you kidding me? That kid has so much game, and he's going to be such a huge addition to the Ryder Cup team coming up in September. Cannot wait for that. We have so much to talk about when it comes to sports. Austin FC. We've got football. uh, NFL training camp's about to start. Opening ceremonies on Friday? Opening ceremonies for the Olympics. We're just going to have to do a sports episode. We're just going to have to do a a sports-only episode coming at you hot. Uh, We've got... Name image likeness now in college sports, which is a huge breakthrough for these college athletes who have not been able to monetize anything. Had I had you know had this going on when I was in college, I would have you know you could have made a mint. I I would have been a college athlete. I mean, you you wouldn't have been stressing about all those two dollar bets on the golf course out there in College Station. I wouldn't have focused on my schoolwork so much. (laughs) We're gonna have to have a sports only episode. We we gotta give a an update on the goat. We we've got a lot, you know. This neighborhood is the gift that keeps on giving, and we're never gonna run out of content. And we'll be back in a week, probably. Maybe less. Maybe maybe this uh, Friday or Saturday we need to man up. Yeah, you want to go get a Mexican dinner? Casa yes, Chapala? Maybe this time we sit on the patio. Yeah, there you go. Love it. This has been fun. All right, man. I guess that wraps things up here for us. Episode 9 out, Richard. Thanks for sitting in and and being our new permanent third party we need you we didn't know that we needed you so bad until tonight this was a treat guys i mean anytime you need me just let me know but this was a blast love what you guys are doing let's go i'm here for it episode nine out thanks man all right